When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Cowboys Sports Network from Learfield, live from the Rib Crib in Stillwater, smoking the good stuff since 92. Welcome to the Mike Boynton Show, brought to you by Charlie's Discount Drug, where discount is our middle name, located at 723 South Walnut in Stillwater. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And by MidFirst Bank, your home for the OSU Visa debit card and the OSU Visa credit card. True to your money. Now, here is your host, Dave Hunziker. It's Thursday, so it's time for the Coach Boynton Radio Show from Rib Crib at Stillwater. Really happy to have you along as we talk Cowboy basketball tonight. And, you know, it's, you know, I guess in a horse race, they always talk about, you know, when's it time to crack the whip? Well, for Oklahoma State, the opportunity to crack the whip is right now. Three of four games coming up at home in Gallagher-Riba Arena, starting with the Big 12 SEC Challenge, the last one against Ole Miss on Saturday and then on the road at Oklahoma home for TCU and Texas Tech so this is a chance for the Cowboys to make a move and speaking of making a move you need to make your move to help pack Gallagher-Iba Arena for this upcoming home stretch in fact how about this for all the remaining home games except for Kansas tickets will start at only ten dollars so come on out Saturday at seven watch the Cowboys and Ole Miss that'll apply to the TCU game Texas Tech game Baylor Kansas State some really good games. Tickets for only $10. So Gallagher-Ibe has been great the last couple of games we've played at home. We'd like to keep it that way, and that can happen if you are with us. So come join us. Coach Boynton's here. We'll take a break, and we'll start our conversation with OSU's head basketball coach after this. From Rib Crib at Stillwater, it's a Coach Boynton radio show from Learfield. Jared Mill Irons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. 
Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Physical Therapy Central can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 30 convenient locations across Oklahoma City and beyond, contact PT Central today at ptcentral.org to see a physical therapist. Physical Therapy Central, a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Cowboy fans in the game. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Introducing Brahms' new fresh market order pickup. Get your groceries in as little as 15 minutes. It's easy. Just place your order on the Brahms app or online. Choose from Brahms' exclusive items and groceries, and then select a pickup time that works for your schedule. Brahms' farm-fresh milk, meats, freshly baked breads, produce, and more are hand-selected just for you. When you arrive at your neighborhood Brahms, we'll bring your order out to your car for free. Incredibly fast, incredibly convenient. Rib Crib on Perkins Road in Stillwater is the home of the Coach Mike Boyden Radio Show. Join us Thursday nights this season or tune in to hear the inside scoop on Cowboy basketball from the man himself. Score the ultimate win and let Rib Crib cater your holiday parties. We can feed 10 to 10,000 with our award-winning barbecue. Rib Crib, proud sponsor of OSU Athletics and the smoking good stuff since 92. Derringers, Derringers. You know the name, but did you know we've been serving businesses nationwide for over 60 years? If your business or company orders promotional products, awards, banners, shirts, or business cards, then you need to call us. With Derringer's highest priority being customer service and creative branding, we're the only option when it comes to ordering something with your logo on it. Give the Derringer's team a call today to take your branding to the next level. Buy them. Taking the joy out for the kids. Welcome back to the Coach Boynton Radio Show. We're at Rib Crib as we talk cowboy basketball, and Coach Boynton is here. And you know, I was just talking about it uh, when you came in. This is this is a nice stretch for you here with three or four at home, and the challenge coming up Saturday against Ole Miss. And of course, there's always opportunity. You guys have won so many big road games over the years, so it's not like you back down from any challenge. But this is this is kind of an important time, isn't it? It's a very important time, and. Um, as you kind of pull back from from being on top of it and then the grind of Big 12 play every day, you realize that two-thirds of the season also is almost, well, two-thirds of the season is gone. And uh, there's not that much left in terms of games. You know, if yeah. you think about the big picture, the 10 conference games left, plus the SEC challenge, so that's 11. You get one guaranteed in conference tournament mm -hmm. so you're at 12 we'll go to the conference tournament this year oh, thank, thank you. goodness oh, <laughs> that was so weird i mean yeah. of course all of it we yeah, don't want to go deal. into that hole but it was just so bizarre yeah but 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 what you have to do is keep focused on what's in front of you and what's in front of you now is a a really good game against a really good team from the sec on saturday in the midst of what you said is a a pretty good opportunity with some home games here, three out of four. Maybe you can get some momentum heading into the early part of February, which has been really good to us. Does it feel like to you, of course we always feel this way, and, I, and they always say that things go faster when you get older, but it seems like this season particularly has gone really fast, and I wonder if that's because we did a lot of traveling in the non-conference, which will make things to me, in my little world, go faster. Sure. We, were, we were taking some pretty good trips. Yeah, no, there's no question. We, uh, you know, we obviously started off the season with two home games, but then we're on the road for like four of our next five. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and then you got a trip to UConn in there, and you got a trip to New York in there, and you got a trip to Wichita in there, and the Bahamas. You know, even count your Oakland and, and Bahamas early. So, yeah, we've traveled a lot, uh, but it's been a you know kind of a character-building season in terms of our guys growing closer together, understanding each other's strengths and weaknesses. But there's no doubt, as you, as you kind of look back on, you've already got 20 games behind you. Uh, makes you realize how fast this thing has really gone by 
seems like just yesterday we were talking about, you know, the non-conference schedule and how that, you know, can help you prepare. And I think as a, if you look up right now, we got a top 15 schedule in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we played some really good teams, some quality opponents. Our opponents are doing well. Southern Illinois is having a really good year. Um, Tulsa's having a pretty good. I mean, uh, Corpus Christi's having a good year. Oakland's found their groove there in conference play. Yep. UConn's hit a little bit of a wall, but everybody does that. I mean, they, they're going through the grind of their conference season. Virginia Tech, the same thing. They seem to be coming out with a good win against Virginia Tech. But yet, yeah, the non-conference flew by with so many road games, and now that conference plays here, and you're playing twice a week, you don't hardly come up for air this time of the season. No, you know, and what's interesting, and you're seeing it this year, you're seeing it with a whole bunch of teams. You know, it used to be that teams would lose games, but you would see it a few teams that might just steamroll through a year and they might lose two games a whole regular season. Of course, you think back to Wichita State a few years ago. They went undefeated in the Missouri Valley, but not like the Missouri Valley is a bad league. Missouri Valley was a very good league. It's a very good league, and they steamrolled through with Greg Marshall coaching. Seems like now even the elite teams, they get – they get battered and bruised a little bit more. Do you, do you see it that way or no? Seems yeah, to be that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, and a big part of it is the, the you know, and this is what we were talking about during the you know, break before we came on, is the attrition and rosters, yeah. the turnover every year. Teams with nine, ten new players. Teams with seven new faces, three freshmen, four transfers, guys who don't know each other. Try to figure each other out in, in high-level comp- competitive environments is, is not easy to do. You factor in illness in the wintertime. You factor in injuries, which is a natural part of the game. And you just have a lot of disjointment uh, throughout. And so it, it won't surprise me moving forward if, as the rules stay the same, if every year. In this league, you usually would think a team 16-2 and two is going to win the league. Right. Two losses isn't going to win the league. Five, six, you know, probably 12 and six, 13 and five, maybe even – you know, 14 and four. No, I mean, as you're looking up, you're going to have teams that hit a two game, three game TCU. TCU oh, lost yeah. two in a row, won three in a row. You know, Baylor started the league 0 3. They're now 5 and 3. Yeah. You know? And so everybody has these pockets of success, but also, you, that's why I say you can't look too far behind. You certainly can't look ahead. You just got to focus on right now what's in front of you. Do you see, and, and, and this is a bit of a loaded question. Do you see yourself getting into a situation where you would have to, you know, where, where you'd go seven or eight new guys transfer-wise? I don't get the impression that's a world you prefer to live in, but I don't want to speak for you. I mean, sometimes circumstances dictate things that you just can't help. But what, yeah, I mean, what, do, you, what do you think? I say this. I love the, I love the notion of the way it was when I came in college. <laughs> yeah, you and I both. I came into college with two other freshmen. We were all miserable together. <laughs> None of us were successful. Now, that's basketball-wise. We had a great time on campus. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> but from a basketball standpoint, it was miserable. We didn't know that the guys on the team were already good. We thought we, was go- we were going to be the good guys. And we couldn't find our way onto the court to help our team win. And, you know, Eddie Fogler sat down with us all and said, hey, your time's going to come. Just keep practicing, study your playbook, come to practice with a good attitude, spend time in the weight room, got to get stronger. Um, and now the kid tells you I'm leaving. And, well, he doesn't even tell you he's leaving. Tell somebody else to tell you that he's leaving. Um, but we, we're not helping them. kids learn how to fight through anything or learn how to adapt. Everything's got to be kind of tailor-made to what makes them happy and comfortable. And It's a really tricky situation because although sports has changed, Life hasn't changed that much. The same things that it requires or that it did require to be successful or respected uh, or to have an opportunity for advancement haven't changed. You still got to work hard. You still have to have a good attitude. You still have to know how to work with other people. You still have to know how to communicate. Kids don't communicate very well anymore. Um, and it's kind of sad that, that they're losing some of that in this new age that says, just go try something different if you want. And if you don't like that, try something different. Instead of, hey, figure it out. You know, struggle today. It's okay. Struggle's not bad. I um, talk to my wife about it all the time. We, we, we hope we don't change, but we both have come from the old school 
upbringing of, we want to see our kids struggle. We don't want to see them fail, but we know that failure is part of it sometimes. And you help them where you can, but you don't do it for them. No. And you don't make excuses for them. You give them an opportunity to learn. You give them an opportunity to fall on their faces. You don't want them to get too battered and bruised up. You don't want them to lose their total confidence in their abilities. But failure is a part of success. It's almost one of the most critical parts of success. Uh, it's not fun. It's hard to go through difficult moments, uh, especially in the age where everything is um, blown up and made to be the biggest, most worst thing that anyone's ever seen. Well, reality, or the greatest not, thing that anybody's ever seen. It's an extreme. Mm -hmm. There's no nuance. But, you know, the truth is we've seen a lot of stuff that we've seen before. We just make it seem like we haven't <laughs> seen it before. You're right. <laughs> you know? You're so right. Uh, you know, it's interesting you say, you're talking about failure is that it seems to me, and we see this in sports, you just see it in general, those things build up the calluses that people use as they go through life when the really bad stuff starts to happen. Now, your case, you have a couple of players that have lost parents, so they've unfortunately had to live some things that hopefully you don't deal with till you're 50 or 60, ideally. Sure. They're dealing with it as college students. Yes. But all of those things build up some of those calluses that help you get through those things and keep you in the right perspective, I think is, is one way of describing it. It's yeah, interesting. yeah. So to, to go back to your question, I'd rather have, yeah. you know, five freshmen that grow up, take their bruises as freshmen, figure out how to be a little bit better as sophomores, and then we count on them and people are excited about who they are when they're juniors and are celebrating them as seniors playing their senior night game and they're helping us win tournament games and all that stuff. That'd be ideal. Truth is, you have to mix in some transfers. Yeah. I'd rather not have a bunch of people every year that our fans have no connection with, and they finally get to know them, and then, well, he's gone because he only had one year of eligibility left when he got here. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, you got to be adaptable. You got to know how to balance your roster with some experience, uh, how to fill some gaps in areas that you may need. Um, but also, we, we're never going to get away from the development piece of it. Uh, we'll always sprinkle in. You know, a couple freshmen here and there to make sure that we're still, you know, having guys that you know will give our fans something to hold on to for a while that they can watch grow and learn. You know, Caleb Boone, Avery Anderson are great examples of that. You know, neither one of them were much ready to help us win uh, as freshmen, but they had a great group of seniors and Cam McGriff and Thomas Azagua and Lindy Waters to learn from, and now hopefully they're passing those lessons on to Keon Williams. And next year, Keon Williams may be passing those lessons along to Brandon Garrison yep. and so forth. And, they, and it's able to continue because that's where you build an opportunity to have great reunions. I mean, how do you have a reunion when all your players are one-year rentals? I mean, who do you bring back to celebrate and tell stories about? What if the year that you, they came, you stunk? <laughs> <laughs> what stories do they want to tell? Do they even want to come back? You know, all of it goes into it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really strange that way. And, of course, sometimes – you know, you picked up Kendall Smith your first year. You needed a point guard. Absolutely. Because when you come into a job, even though you'd been here, you know, you're, you, you, you never it's, – it's usually not ideal. Sometimes it is. But in your case, you needed a point guard. He was a tremendous addition. Absolutely. And still thankful today because he helped us win a lot of ball games. Um, I wish I had him longer, to be honest. You know, the truth yeah. is we were in a situation where we had lost Juwan Evans early to right. the NBA. And uh, Brandon Averett, who was coming off his freshman year, was going into a year where he hadn't played a whole lot, hadn't proved that he could handle the job of being a full-time point guard. And so we brought in another guy with some experience to help uh, build that bridge. Uh, it may have ultimately cost us Brandon staying here for the rest of his career, but that was part of the transition. And we've tried to do the best job of building rosters with some young guys each year since then. What do the NBA people say about this? And the reason I bring that up is – the evaluation process is not taken lightly. I mean, they dig deep. I mean, I've had a couple of instances where they even talked to me. Sure. They just wanted my take of on course. not just them as a player, but as a person. Are they talking about – I would think it would make it much more difficult for them to try to evaluate, I, I would think. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for, for the NBA guys, this is such an investment for them. So when you invest, you want stable investments. Of course. <laughs> you darn right. You know, just think about it just from a pure business standpoint. You don't want something that's totally volatile, that you don't know whether he's going to be committed to practice today or if someone's going to tell him that, you know, he should sit out for a few games. But 
you know, they're adapting as well. You know, the, the truth is what they love the system in terms of they get right now another year to evaluate young guys on college campuses in real environments. Mm. Yeah. They'd rather have a couple. Yeah. Uh, the truth is there's pressure on them to change their rule to take the kids out of high school. But that's also why they have the G League. Yeah. And why they don't mind putting kids overseas or drafting European kids who don't necessarily want to come over here right away because it gives them a chance to really get to know them. They think they're just putting them there to develop. But they want to know, can you handle the grind of going from Maine to Sioux Falls, South Dakota on a bus in the dead of winter and getting your $45 per diem and eating Little Caesars pizzas after the game? I mean, can you handle that before they give you the $10 million and flying on a charter plane? Uh, so they evaluate all those things. They ask more character questions than basketball. I tell our guys this all the time. NBA scouts hardly ever ask me about basketball. And some people say, well, because they don't think you know anything about basketball. And maybe that's true. <laughs> oh, the truth is they watch the games. They already they know They know that. the basketball yep, piece yep. themselves. What they don't know is what's the kid like when he has a bad game or when you have to jump him in practice or when him and his teammate don't agree about something or if he's late and someone gets on to him about being more responsible. How is he in the academic center? Does he respect women? Is he on time? Does he follow up? Just is he a responsible person that they would then want to invest millions of dollars in and put their careers and their franchises, the cities that represent their program, do they want to put that young man in that environment? And at the end of the day, those are the boxes that they're trying to check when they're calling guys like myself and you. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a, I had a friend that worked for a big, big company, and he was in charge of mergers. And he said to me, he said, you know, we always had the, just like the NBA guys have the video and, and all the evidence. He said, we have all the Harvard and Ivy League graduates. The numbers always work. Of course. What we didn't know was the culture. In the case of the NBA or NFL, what they don't know is What's our character deal here? Sure. We know what it looks like on the field. They got a million experts that can report on that and tell them exactly what that looks like. But, you know, the character thing, I think sometimes, you know, you talk to people about pro guys, and, and I, I think they don't realize how important that is because when you're a professional, th there's no real safety net, is there? I mean, you sure. got to take care of your business or you, they'll just get rid of you. You'll fail. You have to take care of your business. Yeah, one of the differentiators in the 2021 draft. The year K went with number one. Um, Evan Mobley was at Southern Cal, and Jalen Green was in the G League. So he, was, he had all the exposure he needed to the NBA. But when they came here and asked our academic people about Cade's character, the report was Cade he came here a year where he knew he was going to leave. During COVID, he could have taken all the, you know, all the time in the world to disrespect, you know, not show up, whatever. One year, he's going to play for us. But Kate took five classes in the fall. He got four A's and one B. How about that? In the spring, where he's going to leave halfway through to go pursue his NBA career. He not only stayed and finished the second half, but he took four classes and got all A's. So he took nine classes, got eight A's, one B, and he was a darling to work with in the academic center. And what the NBA people t looked at as, this kid wants to be great at whatever he does. Mm -hmm. He takes great pride in being or doing his best work because he could have got C's and been fine. Just be eligible. He's going to leave after a year. He doesn't have to worry about our team's APR or GPA. He just needs to get on the basketball court. And to have that kind of pride in doing things that people would think shouldn't really matter that much to him um, really made a difference in his evaluation and, and becoming ultimately – uh, the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, if, uh, it's it's interesting. If you want to do anything at a high level, better cover all the details because everybody's paying attention. Absolutely. But, but when you get to that level, the differences are so subtle. So they're looking for every advantage. They're looking for the one thing that might make you different than you know, all the little pieces of salt in the salt bottle. Right? They're all look one grain of salt may be different than another in one different way. And... You know, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for that one, that one little speck that could make, him, make them say, yes, that's the one, or I think we got some question marks here. Maybe yeah. if somebody had reported that, you know what, 
I remember that kid was disrespectful to a young lady in the training room when she was trying to tape his ankles. Mm-hmm. But he never put himself in that situation. You know, it's funny. Uh, there's good history here. You think about Marcus Smart. You think about Lindy Waters. Uh, you think about Cade Cunningham. You even rolled over to the football side. So many guys that were drafted low sure. that end up being long-term contributors. That speaks to, you know, I think one of the cool things about here that people don't realize is nothing is handed to anybody. Nope. There's no nonsense in that academic center. As long as Marilyn Middlebrook is upright, <laughs> that is not going to happen. Yes. And so nothing's given to anybody. You, you have to go earn it. And I think then the return on that investment is what you're talking about. Yes. I mean, and, and I, you know, it's another great opportunity to shout Marilyn Middlebrook and Amy Randolph, our yeah. two academic counselors, out. They travel with us when they when they know we're going to have any missed opportunities from a class standpoint. They don't do the work, but they make sure our guys are on top of things. Um, but we had a team GPA, team GPA in the fall semester over a three-point. That's again. awesome. And so just tremendous. We're going to have seven. I said this on the previous show, but I, don't, I think it's worth repeating. We're going to have seven young men leave here with college degrees. And at the end of the day, for all the NBA dreams and aspirations and we want to win as many championships, that's really the differentiator. That's what's going to give them a chance in life because we all know they don't want to accept it. I didn't want to accept it at 22. They're not going to play basketball that much longer. Yeah. That's just reality. <laughs> hey, we'll take a break, come back, talk about Ole Miss, talk about where things stand. We're with Coach Boynton here at Rib Crib at Stillwater and more to come on the Coach Boynton Radio Show from Learfield. Jared Mill Irons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. This is Debbie at Charlie's Discount Drug. Did you know that a prescription is not required to shop at Charlie's Discount Drug? We have an ever-growing gift selection, including gifts for him, her, and the kids. We also have a wide variety of pop and candy. There's no prescription required to shop at Charlie's Discount Drug. 723 South Walnut in Stillwater. Charlie's Discount Drug, where we know our customers buy me. Has it felt like life stood still this year, except for your worsening knee pain? If you've put off that joint replacement you need, now is the time. Mercy's joint replacement experts are ready to safely replace your knee so you can get back in motion. Get a free guide to knee replacement at mercy.net slash OSU knee. Visit mercy.net slash OSU knee for your free guide. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. It's Aaron Wilson with Wilson Cadillac here in Stillwater. And not only have we become the fastest growing Cadillac dealership in the country, but we also proudly support our OSU Cowboys. With over 100 Cadillacs on the ground and in route every day, plus the largest Escalade inventory in the country, you'll be assured to have a premier selection to choose from. And don't forget about our team of luxury concierge with complimentary delivery service, where we take your new car directly to your front door. So come visit us in Stillwater or online at wilsoncadillac.com. Go Pokes! Any time is a good time to have a howling good time at Stone Wolf Casino. Located at exit 37 off the Cimarron Turnpike between Tulsa and Stillwater. Catch a game on the big screen inside the Wolf Sports Grill while you enjoy some great food and cold beverages. Plus, join the Players Club for your chance to win prizes in their weekly promotions. In a hurry? No problem. Grab some pizza at Mazio's Go. While you are there, fill up your tank at the Travel Plaza. For food, fuel, and fun, stop by the Stone Wolf Casino. The University Store is the ultimate shopping destination for Cowboy fans, and shopping has never been easier. Shop the largest, best selection of OK State clothing and gifts at the University Store's flagship location in the OSU Student Union or at any of their Boone Pickens Stadium locations, including the expansive West End Zone Store. Shop online 24-7 at shopokstate.com. Remember, when you shop at the University Store, 100% of your purchases benefit Oklahoma State University and its students. Shop OK State and go Pokes! It's a Coach Boynton radio show from Learfield. 
Live from Rib Crib, happy to have you along. Hey, remember, if you've got a party coming up, pardon me, if you have a big gathering coming up, you know, maybe you're going to, you know, watch the OU game. You can't go in person. You're going to have a big gathering to watch that. Uh, a lot of Chiefs fans around here, so you watch the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. You know, you don't want to mess with cooking. So, hey, give Rib Crib a call, and they'll get you taken care of with their award-winning barbecue. Uh, Rib Crib smoking the good stuff since 92. By the way, Coach, I should have mentioned this or talked about this earlier, but you have another McDonald's All-American. Congratulations. Well, thanks a lot. And, um, you know, thanks to my staff. I mean, really, really blessed to have, you know, a bunch of guys who work really hard and can identify talent and cultivate relationships and, you know, convince young men and their families that we've got an environment that they can grow and continue to get better in, that they're going to be protected and put in position to continue to be successful. And we're certainly proud of Brandon Garrison, young man from Dell City High School right here in Oklahoma. Uh, so a homegrown Oklahoman uh, who can now be an inspiration to future kids that you don't have to leave the state of Oklahoma to play at a prep school, uh, to become notarized. Um, you don't have to go play for an out-of-state um, summer basketball program, AU program. Um, he's done it the organic way. You know, it helps to be 6'9", 230. I'm sure that, you know, that wasn't, it that probably was, does, that yeah. wasn't a hindrance at all. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, man, talk about a kid who's worked extremely hard to become one of the most well-respected kids in the country. Only 24 kids a year are selected for that game. And to be one of 24 in the entire country uh, is a testament to him and his parents uh, for instilling the value of hard work in him to his high school coach uh, for continuing to help him. He's, he's already won a state championship. Uh, he's hoping to win another one this year. He's already won a gold medal, uh, played on the USA 18-and-under uh, team in the FIBA Americas last year, and now to be a McDonald's All-American and be committed and signed to play for you know, a school he always hoped to play for. And uh, we're certainly thankful that he's going to be, be a Cowboy and look forward to seeing him the rest of this high school season, playing the game, and then certainly put on the Cowboy uniform for the next few years. Yeah, everybody's excited to watch him play, that's for sure. So as far as your team right now is concerned, I mean, you know, we're two-thirds of the way through. You've just gone through a bit of a transition lineup-wise. I mean, so, sort of what's running through your mind right now as far as this team goes? Uh, we just got to keep getting better. I mean, the goal remains the same. We want to be our best, be the best version of ourselves when it's all over. You know, we want to be playing our best basketball as we, you know, obviously get to the mid end of February and end of March and, and make a run at postseason. Um, one of the things that you can get caught up in is that the re today's result and, and you can get distracted by that and, and get away from focusing on the process of improving um, you got to understand that the results just are a byproduct of the work you put in and sometimes you fall short like we did on Tuesday it was not for a lack of effort Texas just played better than us in all honesty you know, we had some calls didn't go our way, but we could have done a much better job rebounding. Um, we could have done a much better job of moving the basketball and getting a quality shot on each possession. We could have done a much better job of making our free throws when we got to the line. Th those are things in our control, and we've got to do a much better job of controlling the things that we control and then allowing the process to take um, to take on, it, on itself and, and allow the results to – to be able to live with the results that come from doing things the right way. So I think that I'm, I'm very pleased with what's come from the transition in our lineup. Our offense has gotten better each game because of it. Uh, we got more space on the floor because of that. Guys are having more individual success, which gives us a better chance to have team success. Uh, we assisted on 60% of our field goals the other day. Uh, we made nine threes. You know, we, we did some really, really good things. We just have to do them over 40 minutes. We had a breakdown close to, we talked about this, the end of the first half, we had a chance to maybe have a three or four point lead. And we went down, we went in down eight because we didn't capitalize on some fast breaks, missed a couple layups, missed a couple free throws. And then they made some timely shots on their own end. So I like where we are. I don't like our record. I wish it was better, but I like that we're getting better as the season continues to move forward. And I look forward to seeing how we perform against a team that, you know, we don't always play. Yeah, Ole Miss coming up Saturday. So what's the – you get to this time of year and 
everyone's sort of feeling each other out, and then there are the counters that people come up with because they think maybe that they should have done something the first time they played you, but they didn't, so they're going to do something different. You've changed your lineup, obviously, which changes the dynamics of how people prepare, and we're three games deep into that. So how do you balance sort of understanding, okay, this is an area where we're deficient versus, okay, that's a counter somebody came up with that we need to be concerned with long term. I mean, there's got to be a struggle there between, okay, this is where we are, or are we being exposed to something, or they're exposing us in a way it's like, oh, wait a second. We, I didn't think that that was a problem. Maybe it is. So, you know what I'm saying? The, the, you might get chasing ghosts if you don't watch it. Yeah, what you got to be is you got to be confident in, in who you are and what you're good at. And one thing we've been good at is uh, being a really good defensive team. I think part of what happened the last probably couple, maybe last game for sure, because we defended pretty well in the second half against both OU and Iowa State. And all oh, absolutely. Uh, but the other day, we didn't have our fastball on defense. And we yeah. don't have your fastball on defense. And then you're playing catch-up because you're adjusting to what the other team is doing. And so we can't get so caught up in trying to become so much better offensively that we lose our teeth and our identity on the defensive end. And uh, that's one thing that happened the other day that we got to get corrected. Um, the other thing is we got to continue to be a good rebounding team, which is a big part of your defense. Playing smaller runs counter to being better as a rebounding team. Right. Re Tyreek Smith's one of our best rebounders, taking him off the floor and putting another essentially perimeter player where now you get the benefit of having more space on the floor and the perimeter, take somebody else away from the basket where you get most of your rebounds. So you got to balance what you need right now with what you're best at and what you need to be better be better at as you move forward towards the end goal, which, like I said, is playing well as the end of the season comes and, and the conference play and then the postseason. You know, when you change the lineup, of course, you have built-in things as far as getting back on defense transition-wise anyway, but do you, have to, do you have to consider your rebounding approach when you change your lineup the way you did. You know, some teams that like to smash the offensive glass are not sending bags back in transition defensively because they won't go to the offensive glass. So, so do, do, do you have to sort of think differently rebounding-wise, change your approach, or yes. you just say, no, it doesn't matter? No, it does matter. It does matter. Personnel always matters. Yeah, sure it does. <laughs> it actually matters more than just about anything else. So when you adjust your personnel, you then have to adjust schematically depending on what that personnel tells you you're capable of doing. So we, we're not as good an offensive rebounding team. We know that. We're a better shooting team. So if you shoot better, maybe you don't need as many offensive rebounds, right? I'd say no, yeah. I'd <laughs> but say no. defensively, right, when Moose is in there and we can count on 9 to 10, sometimes 15 defensive rebounds, you don't need to be as mindful of your guards getting 3 to 6 or Bryce Thompson getting six to eight or, you know, collectively them getting 15. With Musa out, you have to be much more conscious of, hey, hey guards, we got to rebound this ball first. I know you guys want to get down the court, but you got to sell them on. There's one less pass to make as an outlet. If a guard gets a defensive rebound, we can just start our break with the guy who rebounded it versus, you know, getting an outlet pass for one of our big guys. Well, and a real positive example of that was last Wednesday against Oklahoma. Bryce Thompson gets a career-high nine rebounds. You know, I don't know. I, I was a little concerned about what Jalen Hill might be able to do as sort of a, a transitional 3-4 guy that can be a good rebounder. Well, shoot, Bryce almost gets double figures in rebounds and takes care of business. Part of that ebb and flow, I guess you're speaking of. Sure, and so part of it is just the consciousness of being able to do it all the time. Yeah. You know, the awareness that it's not a one-game thing. Uh, it's every day we need that. You know, while the big guy's still on his way back, and we'll get him back here shortly. I don't know exactly when yet. But uh, until then, we got to have everybody pitch in a little bit more. And every, if everybody pitches in a little bit more, we'll get more out of everybody. And that's how you make up for lost personnel. Is everybody doing a little bit more? Everyone needs to go from averaging two rebounds to averaging 12. That's not realistic. But if all the two-rebound guys can go to four, if the four-rebound guys can go to six, the six-rebound guys can go to eight or nine, now you've collectively got the job taken care of. We'll take a break, come back with more in a moment. And by the way, except for the Kansas game, the remaining home games, $10 tickets, including Saturday against Ole Miss. We want to make Gallagher-Iba Arena a great place to play. It's been an awesome environment the last two home games with Oklahoma and against Iowa State. So $10 tickets for all the remaining home games, with the exception being Kansas. So uh, we look forward to seeing you in Gallagher-Iba. More to come from Rib Crib at Stillwater. It's the Coach Boynton Radio Show from Learfield.
Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Redbud Physical Therapy can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With 15 convenient locations across Tulsa and beyond, contact Redbud Physical Therapy today at redbudpt.com to see a physical therapist. Redbud Physical Therapy, a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Cowboy fans in the game. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, I'm Mike Rowe, and I first came to Oklahoma 12 years ago to shoot a TV show about life on an oil rig. Well, I just came back to take a second look at Oklahoma oil and gas, and I was amazed at what I saw. I got an up-close look at the miracle of horizontal drilling that's unlocking all the energy America needs, much of it right here. And I saw firsthand how Oklahoma does it safer, cleaner, and better than anywhere else in the world. You can see what I saw at oerb.com slash those dogs are playing like thunder. They're all up in their faces. Schwab is crafting a set offense with mustard, relish, ketchup, onions, cheese, and mayonnaise? Come Jenny, what are you seeing down there? Uh, oh, excuse me. It's almost over. A total domination from both ends. The double dribbling is just sloppy. They've got to clean it up. Larry? That's good stuff. Made in Oklahoma. Unstoppable. Schwab's, the official hot dog of OSU Athletics. With the OSU Rewards Credit Card from MidFirst Bank, you can earn points for merchandise, gift cards, travel, cash back, and even OSU fan gear. You'll enjoy a great introductory APR on purchases and balance transfers for the first 12 billing cycles. Plus, the OSU Rewards Credit Card is covered by the Visa Zero Liability Policy, so you'll never be charged for purchases you didn't make. Visit any MidFirst Banking Center today or go to midfirst.com slash cowboys for details. MidFirst Bank. Back on the Coach Boyton Radio Show from Rip Crib and Stillwater. Nice crowd on hand here tonight. We appreciate everyone being here. Numbers just continue to grow as we work our way through the season in terms of uh, folks here at the restaurant. So Ole Miss on Saturday, and, and the thing is, I don't know how many people realize this, this is it for the Big 12 SEC Challenge. It, this is the last Big 12 SEC Challenge that will be played this weekend. Yeah. It's caught up in a lot of the other moving parts of college athletics. You know, with conference realignment and a lot of different changes happening from a rule standpoint, uh, the networks obviously are a big part of, you know, some of these uh, challenges, so to speak. And so the ACC Big Ten challenge went away. This was the last year. And this will also be the last year of the SEC Big 12 challenge. And I believe next year the ACC and SEC will start a challenge as both both I think the Big Ten is with Fox they are and so that's part of it and um, the ACC and SEC are both pretty much ESPN entities and so they'll start a challenge and and we'll be done with the SEC after this year and we'll figure out how to fill that game either at a conference level or individual teams um, have a preference as how they feel it moving forward think there's any chance of something else Brewing with the Pac-12 or maybe the Big Ten. Obviously, we have the Big East thing going already. Yeah, I think I think there's a um, I think there's a real possibility with the Big Ten. You know, I think with a lot of the teams like Nebraska and you know Ohio State and Wisconsin that kind of regionally you know makes sense. I guess Iowa. Nothing, nothing really makes regional sense anymore, right? Well, no, nobody cares. I mean, right, so. USC and UCLA are in the Big 10, right. so it's kind That's of off right. the board. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter, but I, w I would imagine maybe not for next year because those things are done kind of in advance. 
but for maybe the year after, um, there'll be another challenge between the Big 12 and another another conference. I don't I don't want to speculate too right. much about it. I have to say though, and I don't want to go too far down this path, but the Big 10 would be fun because you're talking about very different styles of play, very different personnel makeup in terms of what the roster and the lineup looks like that that would be that would be compelling I think yeah it would be some intrigue there the other thing I like about the Big Ten uh, that I also like about our league is that it seems to be that there's great environments mm-hmm. at every game you know you look up at a Big Ten game in Michigan State against Iowa in, in Iowa City and it's a sellout. When you look up at uh, Indiana against Purdue, obviously that's going to be a big game. Or you look up and it's you know even Northwestern maybe versus uh, Maryland, which doesn't seem like a natural rivalry, but you know those people and those fans and students especially show up to all those games. So it'll be another opportunity for our guys to play in some some pretty cool environments. Basketball is uh, it's very serious business in the Big Ten as it is here. So Ole Miss style wise personnel wise you know they're not having the best of seasons they're 115 in the net as a matter of fact so so what what are we going to see Saturday a really really athletic team um, maybe the most athletic team that will play all year Wow um, yeah just just athletically um, like talking running jumping I mean if you get there early enough you may see a slim dunk contest <laughs> but it won't be to be between the two teams it'll be between the old Miss rebels and the, all the guys on their roster with each other. Uh, because those guys are, are kind of freakish athletes, fast, uh, quick, uh, explosive athletes. Um, they got a really good coach who's comfortable playing man and zone. Uh, he's shown some one three one from time to time. You know, we played them uh, a few years back, and obviously the teams are much different. We played them in the final game of the um, of the NIT championship up in uh, the Barclays back in, I guess that would have been 19, um, and beat them pretty good. Yes, so you did. It was uh, This game will have nothing to do with that one, but there's some familiarity with how they want to play. Um, but they're really fast and athletic and have a couple guards who can really, really score. Yeah, Ole Miss 9-11 and on the year. They're 1-7 in the SEC. And got off to a, a pretty good start. They've had some decent wins. They beat Florida Atlantic, who's wins. having a, a really good season. They beat yeah, I think Stanford. That's Florida Atlantic's only loss, isn't it? I believe it is. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty. I'm 99% sure that's right. Let's just make sure we've got our facts right there. Yeah, they're 19-1. and Yeah. And uh, their net is somewhere in the, I want to say, 16-17 yes, range. Yes, so they're really, really good. So that's a really good win that, that Ole Miss had. Is there any, and I know I ask you this every year, but is there any difficulty in going out of conference play? Or is it like more like a relief just that they don't know, you know, what time you shower and how you brush your teeth? Because in conference play, that's the way it seems to be. Yeah, they know everything. I, I say each year is a little bit different. And so I probably answered it a little different each year, uh, particularly for this team, right? With this team, we played the toughest conference schedule so far. Yes, you have. Um, just between the you know, conference teams. Uh, and we've played a top five schedule from what you, you've yes, seen. Yes, number five schedule in the net right now. So really, in a perfect world, as I sit here today, if you ask me what I would rather have, I'd rather have a bye this week, to be perfectly honest. I don't blame you. <laughs> I'd rather be able to get Moose arrested and get Bryce Thompson arrested and get Avery Anderson arrested and, and make a run in the last five weeks of the Big 12 season, right, over the last 10 games. And say, all right, guys, we got a month to get this thing on track and make a real run at, you know, moving ourselves up in the, in the standards for, for position in the Big 12 tournament. But we're going to play the game. So what we're going to do is we're going to prepare to win. So uh, we'll be prepared. Our staff will put together a really good game plan. Our kids will be excited. It's a big weekend here, and I know we get to it, but I don't, I don't want to pass up the opportunity. We've got to remember the 10 going on yes. here this weekend, um, the unfortunate anniversary, the, the anniversary of the unfortunate uh, plane crash from 2001. So look forward to having those families back in town and, and honoring them. And, and, and I, I always press upon our guys the importance of that day. Um, not just for themselves or not just for this season, but for the 10 families that will be there that still care dearly about what this program means and what their kids were doing as it relates to our program. Um, and so that, that's really, really, really important that we continue to emphasize that as well as getting ready to play against another team. We need to be playing for those families. We'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment from Rib Crib at Stillwater. It's a Coach Boynton radio show from Learfield.
You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> To your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council this is an important message from the Mine Safety and Health Administration. Mining fatalities, accidents, and injuries are preventable. Taking a minute to approach your task safely can protect you and your fellow miners from injury and death. Staying alert and focused can keep you safe. Do it safe, do it right. Whether buckling a seatbelt or securing equipment, these quick safety measures can prevent injuries and fatalities. Take time, save lives. For more resources, visit MSHA.gov. Back at Rib Crib at Stillwater as we continue on the Coach Boynton Radio Show. One last segment with Coach coming up here. And, you know, we had someone come up during the break and talking about the bench play. You know, and there's been good production from the bench all year long, but now you're starting to see some guys sort of add to their production from a, from a bench standpoint. Yeah, we, we've had some guys step up here, and, and, and that's what you need. Uh, certainly when a big key part of your team goes down, as everybody, like I said, would rebound and pitch in a little bit more. And we've got some guys that have come a long way uh, either this year or in their time here. And, and talking this year, Keon Williams has, has made major improvements and is getting more comfortable on the court. He still has freshman moments. You know, like I think he threw the ball to somebody in the 200 level last week against Iowa State. Um, and he kind of gave me this look like I wasn't trying to do that. And I was like, I know you didn't, but you threw it up there. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's guys like uh, Woody Newton, who, you know, didn't have a ton of opportunities last year, but has now worked his way into a prominent role and starting for us and, and making key plays. I mean, he had a huge rebound in that Iowa State game and made the free throw that ultimately, you know, gave us a little bit of breathing room uh, late. And, you know, Chris Harris and Caleb Asbury, you know, a lot of guys, you know, We've had to, out of necessity, play Bernie some spot minutes, and you know, you know, people kind of focus on the the ceiling of a player, right? And how good he is on his top end. Well, the truth is, what we talk about as a staff is we want guys with high floors. We want guys with high ceilings, no question, yeah. right? Talent level that can get and play at the next level, but we want whatever your worst is to still be good enough to help you help us. Interesting so, way so to look at it. When you have a low floor and a high ceiling, 
then you can get both. And usually your low floor is good enough to beat us, and your high floor is good enough to make us national champs. We like to have something that's a little bit more balanced and, and, and stable. And Bernie's got a high floor. He's got a low ceiling, no question. But he does he does a lot of little things really, really well for us. But the depth of our team will continue to show us that as we go through the grind of the second half of conference play. You know, and we're going to finish with – we're done with Texas. We'll finish with our Bedlam series before we even play Tech or TCU, which we'll have right after that. But uh, you need depth. And those, those back-end rotation guys are critically important as you, if you're going to have success in February and certainly in the tournament play and then postseason. Yeah, and you referenced your schedule. The reality is, and of course, this could change, is that you have not played the team that still hasn't won a conference game, Texas Tech. And you still have a game left with two others that are closer to the bottom of the standings, whereas you know some teams are done or have already played that team at least once. So, yeah, it, your, your schedule's been pretty hard up to this point. Yeah, and you know, it had to be something when we started in Lawrence, right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's a heck of a way to start. But um, no, our guys have embraced the challenge. I mean, they, they want to be really good. And like I said, we've got 11 games left, 10 in, in conference and, and one non-conference game Saturday. And and this is the time where we started from the beginning. You, you can make a move here and put yourself in a position to, to really be relevant as you come to the home stretch in the last couple of weeks of February. Well, uh, here we are, and it's, it's a big opportunity Saturday, and you've really appreciated the students. So I know you want to encourage absolutely students, former I mean, students, want to be students. Our students were phenomenal last week. I mean, I lost my voice. I'm just getting it back. I know I mean, you were really struggling. I lost my voice. Um, I didn't. I didn't realize I yelled as much, but I learned. I learned a valuable lesson. I should never try to outscream 5,000 18-year-olds. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. Not a good idea. I lost. <laughs> we won, though. So yes, if that's did. what it takes, I'm willing to take my voice on a sabbatical every week if I need to. Well, and the reality is you'd have a whole army of people that would just speak for you <laughs> if need be. You could just write them the notes or whisper in their ear, and they would they would be happy to speak for you. Coach, we appreciate the time, as always. Looking forward to Saturday and uh, looking forward to this stretch run. It's going to be fun. It's always a great show. I want to thank all the people who came out to the restaurant here. we got a growing crowd. We've got some great fans here. Thank you guys all, and certainly and look forward to seeing as many of you on Saturday as possible. Awesome. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. That's Coach Boynton. We'll wrap things up in a moment. From Rib Crib at Stillwater, it's Coach Boynton Radio Show from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Physical Therapy Central can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 30 convenient locations across Oklahoma City and beyond, contact PT Central today at ptcentral.org to see a physical therapist. Physical Therapy Central, a proud sponsor of Oklahoma State Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Cowboy fans in the game. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Jared Mill Irons and Dave Monks have both called Stillwater home for 20 years. So when they began the pursuit of opening a craft brewery, there was never a question where its home would be. Iron Monk is loyal and true to OSU and Stillwater and is proud to represent that as the official craft beer of Oklahoma State Athletics. 1890 original is brewed in Stillwater by Cowboys for Cowboys. Iron Monk Brewing Company, official craft beer of Cowboys everywhere. Drink responsibly. It's the Cowboy way. Charlie's Discount Drug, where we know our customers by name. Oh, yeah. This is Debbie, owner of Charlie's Discount Drug. Are you having difficulties keeping track of your current medications? At Charlie's Discount Drug, we can help make your smartphone smarter with the RX Local app, access your medication list, and order refills quickly and conveniently. Another free service provided by Charlie's Discount Drug, 723 South Walnut in Stillwater. Wrapping things up on the Coach Boynton Radio Show. Uh, we're going into the month of February, and there's nothing like it. <laughs> you think about some of the runs we've been on. Cade Cunningham's year, we won five in a row, beat Oklahoma back-to-back -back games February into early March. The COVID season, 2020, we were rolling. 
going into the Big 12 Conference Tournament, beat Iowa State before, unfortunately, the season was shut down. Uh, we had a great run at the end of that season. Uh, won four of our last five in the regular season. Uh, nothing like getting on a roll in February. You can just smell it when you think your team is capable of doing something extraordinary. It has a feeling to it that is very unique. So I hope that's the case this year. We'll capture that same feeling as we have some of our other seasons with Coach Boynton when we played really well uh, down the stretch and in the month of February. So we'll see. Uh, it all starts Saturday. Uh, the Ole Miss Rebels will be here. It's a 7 o'clock Saturday night game in gallagher as We talked about three of the next four at home in Gallagher, starting with Ole Miss on Saturday. Thanks for spending your Thursday with us. We'll see you soon. For Coach Boynton, I'm Dave Hunziker. This has been the Coach Boynton Radio Show, live from Rib Crib and Learfield. On the Cowboy Sports Network from Learfield, live from the Rib Crib in Stillwater, smoking the good stuff since 92. This has been the Mike Boynton Show, brought to you by Charlie's Discount Drug, where discount is our middle name, located at 723 South Walnut in Stillwater. OG&E, we energize life. Also by Bud Light, it's for the fans. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Cowboy Sports Network.